Oh, yeah. that looks like Bigfoot, like what riding a moped. He <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 230 is entitled, Getting to Know Us, You. <laughs> this week, we're going to have you all get to know us a bit better. Why should you and our guests open up about their lives if we don't do the same? Of course, there will be some laughs along the way. We even have some answers from others at the table. Or we don't. <laughs> <clears throat> Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at YouTube.com. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, where there you can take our relational needs, or wow, there you can take our <laughs> relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you could give us a five-star review. Jay. What specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes, or in this case, the entire podcast, <laughs> and talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12, 15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime, lunchtime in Rome. Rome without Brian again. Still on special assignment. Yeah, he he's is, putting work. He's he doing is, work. He is, he is doing more he's work doing than me. Work. That is for sure. He's you know, doing work. I hate reading the intro. I'm totally willing to do it, but like I like I was never what you would call a learned person. <laughs> I think when Brian comes back, maybe he'll he'll get his job back. Yeah, right. Well, I just if, get like I just get so nervous. Oh. And I've always been like that. Like even like when I was little. You know, I was all like, I never like, you know, you'd be in class and you'd be like waiting in line to like, you're, to count, read. you're yeah. counting the people. Okay. Okay. I got this paragraph and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pay attention to the, the first <laughs> to half of the right. story. You have no I'm idea. just going to read my part. <laughs> so I know how to read it. I used to love when we would have Bible study in young life and everybody have a Bible always turtle, Anthony DeMarco had to have the extreme Bible, which had skateboarders on the front. Yeah. <laughs> Because nobody else was extreme enough for that Bible. Jesus had a skateboard. But we, we would do the whole popcorn thing. But I yeah. said, I said you don't have to read, but we're just going to go in a circle and just say the number of the, last, of the next verse that you haven't read. So like you're reading verse three, you finish verse three, you'd say four, and then it would be Chris's turn, mm -hmm. and you would pick up at four. And it would be great everyone saw. We'd hit a, you know, we would hit a stretch, and it would be like, you know, the person finishes. Fifteen, next person. 15 next person uh, 15 and then little wally's like Mwah! and he would take it 15 all the way through the next <laughs> chapter and i'm like we're, we've been done for 10 minutes wally <laughs> so we we were careful to not put non-readers on the spot all they had to do was be able to track and say the next verse right. and you know what the funny part is i'm not really on the spot we do this every week i hear it all the time well and <laughs> yeah. and the big thing in it today is we said oh and we uh we have some where does it say it? <laughs> You're going to learn it. a lot more about us. Well, there was there was a slight technical mistake with posting the like, questions to ask oh, people. Oh, right. So I was going to say, yeah, you know, it says we even have some answers from others at the table. Eh, not this week. So this episode is going to be more like more about us. So Get to know okay. us or us. us. Yeah. Should change the title. But I want to clarify why, which is, you know, we ask deep questions 
of our guests and, and not so deep, but we don't ever, you guys get to know us. You sit with us and we appreciate Mary Lynn and Ashley and breaking 90 for sitting at the head of the table by going to lunchtime and subscribing as a paid subscriber. We're going to have more opportunities in the future. Some exciting developments for those of you locally. Uh, we're not ready to announce yet, but, we're grateful for each and every one of you who gets to know us on a weekly basis, but we thought, you know, let's be a little more vulnerable. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think one thing that we could do better on the on our oh, side... Do better. Do better. Remember, do better. R.I.P. Um, is we, we could probably, instead of, like, posting it on social media, posting, like, something s- different on social media so that people can respond anonymously, so that we can... Like, have them fill out a form anonymously, and they can put in, like, a story that they might not want to be all over social media, yeah. but they don't mind sharing it because it's a it's an experience worth sharing. So it'd but be they, like a link to an anonymous form. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. Oh, that's so, a good idea. Pretty techy. Yeah. Well, you'll get on that, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... Uh, been a long week today. Sure. Oh, uh, You've gone from having a long year this month to yeah. a long week today. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I really don't want to keep talking about it and beating a dead horse. You guys know if you've been listening. You but know. you're getting some traction. Getting some traction. Um, yeah. Getting, yeah, getting some traction. Wouldn't say you're running fast. No, but you know, there's been there's been good and bad happening, and you know, I'm just I'm I'm running ragged. Yep. Um, tired. Wednesdays, you said now they're even more busy. Yeah, we got, you know, Amy has some things going on in the evening uh, for uh, the next several Wednesdays. And, 12 more. Uh, yeah, tw- only 12 more. Yeah. Um, so it's just, and, you know, it's full, you know, getting Maggie to school, getting job, full time job done, then getting Maggie to bed and getting ready for the podcast. So it's, it's a full day. Yeah. Um, so I will put my head on the pillow tonight. And not feel bad about anything. <laughs> I've yeah. had... Sorry. No, I was just going to commiserate. Like, being exhausted is <laughs> exhausting. No, but it's it can, it's such a, like, defeated feeling when you're like, I just, I got nothing. I don't yeah. know what to do. I've got nothing and there's more to do. Well, you know? yeah. And, you know, Jay and I were talking last night. Um, we we got to plan something here soon. Like we like disc golf disc trip. Golf trip. Mm. Like I gotta have something to look forward something to. Something to look forward to. And A finish like, line. No, Amy and I we are having date night on Friday. Yep, yep. Mag, Maggie's going to my parents. However, there's still twelve more weeks of winter ahead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's still <laughs> Well, I told him that the other day when it was bitter cold, I was like, I'm flying somewhere and I'm gonna go disc golfing. I, I mean well not with him. Just me. Right. I'm just going. Yeah, just now, I'm not going to, but I'm saying that. <laughs> right. You're in that but you mindset. Could. I'm not saying you I won't. Could. Yeah. I'm not saying just, I won't. You might I mean, just I can any leave, day. You know, my, my schedule opens up. Eh, basketball would have to be over. But, I mean, I could leave Thursday morning and come back Saturday night. Dude, you could fly down to Florida in the morning, play around, and then fly, fly back, back at in night. the same day. Yeah. <laughs> they might even have, like, a special ticket for that. A special disc golf package. Super cheap. That'd be nice. <laughs> Just saying. Looks like your wheels are turning. Um, <laughs> well, it's so funny because I know people all over the place, but I'm not a stay with you guy. No. So it doesn't really matter. It depends on the person. Nah. Well, like, you know, like. Nope. All right. Like, if you live somewhere else, I'd be like, yeah, we'll hang out. Yeah. We're just not a. I'm, Rachel and I both are just not a stay with you kind of person. Yeah. 
except on vacation. But even then, that for was me, it a definitely depends on 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 who it is. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you get the you get the random from like somebody that you haven't like really talked to in a while, and you're like, I why would I? I'll just get no. a room. No. I remember the first time we went on vacation together, Jay, and you were like, Yeah, no thanks. We'll get our own place. Oh yeah. Like that was just you know, yeah, it was right. just your thing. Yeah. We yeah. we'll see you all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, hey. And you know, in more recent times, like we, now that's you. Yeah, my wife, especially <laughs> my Amy. Oh, she is the stay herself person a hundred times get over. Yeah, like, not, she, yeah. With, not even with you. I know. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's a busy season, but it's a good season. We pulled off uh, our combined church service. We have a nine a.m. and a ten thirty, but people were saying, "Man, we got to all meet together." And I was like, "Do we really?" You know, it's, it's one of those times where I, I pride myself on being um, a good leader because I, with all due respect, I don't care yeah. if 9 a.m. people don't know 1030 people. Right. Because our identity is in Christ, not faith community church. So, oh, so what? You know, whatever. But, um, but be, so I'm a good leader because I'm like, all right, you guys want to have a combined church service? Great. We'll have a combined church service. And so we did. And you two did a lot of legwork to pull it off in a different room of the church so that it wasn't at the 9 a.m. place, wasn't at the 10.30 place. And it was great. I thought it was wonderful. It was awesome. I yeah. got lots of good feedback. It was um, awesome for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Mostly, like, getting everybody together. Everybody together. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it felt fresh. It was awesome. You know, it was just yeah. different. And so it, I'm excited for the next one. And I enjoyed watching the 9 and the 10.30 people interact and you know, the 9 a.m., they, they meet in a coffee shop in our church, and they each have individual tables. So we threw three tables up in the back of the fellowship hall. It's outside of the rows of chairs. And you see, like, Ralph Bush planted himself in what would be the equivalent of his seat at the yeah. 9 a.m. and the 10. He's like, it. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't take notice to any of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even realize. That's funny. When I, I had that. I had initial, an initial reaction, like you, Jay, that... When I first heard about it, I was like, well, I mean, that's nice. We'll have a combined service, but why? Because, And I think – I don't want to put feelings on – or thoughts in, on you. I'm sure you've thought about this way more than I have. But Maybe my, not. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> it wasn't really my idea. Well, it wasn't so. on your – right. Well, but my reaction was like, well, I, I, don't, I don't feel like they're separate anyway. But I think that's because I am at both. both. both I, yeah. yeah, I yeah. see people at both all the time. Right. And I think for some other people, it's it's like they they just don't know. There's there's this other entity. Like, oh, there's a ten thirty service. We don't know what those people do. And there's sort of that those people kind of yeah. mentality among some. And it's it's just nice to to see everybody together and put a face to the 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 sense of otherness. You yeah. know. Yeah. So we were able to do that, and there's some administrative follow-up that has to come from that. And tonight was the first grief share meeting, which as much as I care, I don't know if you guys ever heard about this, but I care a lot about comfort and joining people in their emotions. And not only have I never led grief share, which is a Christian support group for people who are grieving the loss of a loved one. I didn't realize it was like an official... Oh, it's an official thing. Organization kind of thing. Oh, it is. Okay. And it has two functions, to help people grieve and to show the love of Christ. Uh, to those in their worst moments. So I, not only have I never led it, I've never attended it. I've never, I mean, I've come into, I think we've run it now maybe five or six times at the church. Michelle's run it every time. 
And I've come in once or twice on the last day to just introduce myself and whatever else. So this season, it became apparent that I would need to lead it. And so I did. And that's big for me because I don't, I, I run my own show. I don't run curriculum. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. write somebody else's. I get. I yeah. don't. I don't know what that even looks like. You know. And then in the group setting, I'm a facilitator. I'm not a presenter. So it is my job to speak less, but yet manage the room and keep the ones who are going to talk for way too long. And even in the in the uh, instructor instruction videos for leaders, which I watched, wow. you know, they talked about read the body language, read the body language you know, of the other people. And it was funny because there were times where somebody was talking, in my opinion, way too long. But I see the body language and there's people nodding and somebody's tearing up. And I'm like, all right, give them a little more, give them a little more, give them a little more. All right, let me stop you there, pal. I didn't even say pal, but. You said pally. Pally. But it was great. And it was a good group and it's diverse in their grief and their timeline. And for a first, I mean, for being a facilitator, the worst is when nobody talks. Yeah. And every pretty much everybody did. And so that was good. That's good. And then starting a new sermon series on Sunday, which is really exciting because it's a topic. This sounds funny. It's a topic I'm really excited about oh. as compared to all the other Sundays. I <laughs> I'm usually so bored. <laughs> I am checked out. <laughs> but, uh, but it's been something I've been really passionate about, but I didn't know, for lack of a better term, to let you guys into a pastor's world, how to sell it. Here's what I want you to know, but why should you want to know it? Right. You know, and this week in my wonderful quiet times with God that have been so great in the mornings, um, he was like, you want to go this way. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, 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 go this way. And uh, so that's where we're going. That's what's up with me. Nice. That's good. Well, I'm going to give you... Two stars. Terrible update. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... No. <laughs> I, I meant what I'm going to share is um, heading downhill first, but comes right back up in a beautiful way. I, and I, I already shared with both of you guys, Eric and Jay, that, um, man, yesterday was a tough day. Like, it was just a slog through the school day. Your Tuesday was his Wednesday, or his yeah, Wednesday was your Tuesday. I guess, right, right, right. Yeah, my Tuesday was, whoa. And it was just, I mean, it was a combination of a lot of things, but it was just one of those days where you walk into school and as as the day begins and seemingly all the way to the end there's just something strange happening you're deal you're putting out fires you're dealing with with you know difficult students and classes and th- that rolls into the next difficult student or class and it just it just it you, you get it like it's hard to not feel like you're constantly I guess under fire. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's that sort of like that uh stress. I guess it's just stress level that just it, you, there's no time for it to come back down. Mm-hmm. It was one of those days like it just kept up and up ramping up. And um so I left and I and I you know had rehearsal and I saw you guys later uh yesterday evening and just felt like I got nothing. Like mm-hmm. there's no emotion left. There's no and that's that is a is a frustrating feeling to or like to come home to family last night and be like I got nothing I got yeah. nothing to give like Amy thought I was mad at her she's like you're just acting so angry with me and I 
I wasn't, or to my knowledge, I was. You know what I mean? Like, it was but, probably flat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was flat. I was just. I, I had. You yeah. know, in our, I didn't have much discussion to offer right. or what. You know, like if she would ask me a question, I'm sure I was answering in like quick one or two word responses because I had. I felt like I had nothing to give, and I wasn't doing that consciously. It was just like I had nothing to give and so i was giving off this sort of like really negative vibe right but it's nice that she cares and verbalized it and didn't yeah attack right 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 right. yeah of course then i feel guilty and i'm like oh, yeah, i am failing at this this is <laughs> you know but no it was it yeah. was it, it was fine um and then today after all the difficulties of yesterday which it, it involved like like bullying between several students like just like this it was a lot. I, I don't want to, you know, obviously go into specific detail. But this morning, there were some really cathartic moments. Like, um, grandmother of one student came in and, like, it wasn't a planned meeting. She was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm here. <laughs> and To do what? To, to talk to, to, to the principal, but also to me, because I was the one who had emailed yesterday, right? And had a very nice conversation and just just talked through some of the things happening and and got her perspective on things and you know she um was very very kind in 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 return and so that was a that was a very positive as interaction an, as an educator yeah what percentage i don't know how i want to ask the question but like on the one hand man you want a, a parent slash grandparent yeah to be engaged right like right. wow the next day she shows up but on the other hand i would be like but i don't want you just showing up like <laughs> sure well there so was like, discussion this is just like the school business side of it is like and i <laughs> so she had apparently i sent this email out to a few, several different parents because there was there was an issue happening right and um she had apparently emailed me back at like 7 p.m. last night. I didn't check my school email at 7 p.m. Nor should you. So 8 o'clock this morning, I look and I'm like, okay. And she says she's coming right in this morning. And so I, I emailed her back real quick and was like, eh, maybe you want to like schedule something with the principal because you know I would hate for you to come in and feel like you're being ignored because it's just a busy time of day. I mean, kids are coming. I mean, it's just... We have jobs. Yeah. It's a, it's a very... It's the you know eight hundred students or whatever coming into the building right, right then yeah, but she didn't get that and, and one it, grandma yeah <laughs> yeah and she didn't get <laughs> at that at least <laughs> um, response in time you know obviously and she she was there um, and it all worked out the principal made time and it was it was great um, but it was definitely just sort of strange and on the fly. But the reason she, I think she came is because there's been this sort of ongoing thing. It wasn't just like all of a sudden there's this one problem this right. one day, you know, and we're, so we're trying to hash that out and get to the bottom of, you know, what what's happening with the, the, the sort of bullying atmosphere and that, that kind of thing. And um, so, so that was one thing. And then another thing, like crazy, and here, I definitely can't get into details on this one, but a kindergartner was in need of some assistance yesterday um, we have this midday block at school where um, some of us, like the specials teachers, like music and art and phys ed, we have to help out with other classes who go to this big midday block thing where classes go to different parts of the school to do different activities. It's supposed to be like an active lifestyle, kind of middle of the day kind of thing. And um, kindergartner was in, in some need of, of some assistance, change of clothes maybe. And uh, we'll, call, we'll call it a change of clothes. 
Anyway, I was assisting uh, and just had to run to the nurse's office for him and things and, you know, whatever. Just things I would normally do because I'm just the teacher that's there assisting. I'm not in charge of this midday block. I'm just doing this kind of thing, helping kids when they need help, right? Mm -hmm. But today, his teacher pulled me aside and said, did you help so-and-so yesterday? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, well, here, I printed this email out for you. And there's an email from this mom talking about, like, how her her son came home and was talking so much about how much Mr. Davidson helped him yesterday, and it was so nice. And and it's so those moments, as frustrated as I felt well, I yesterday, my breath. I was waiting for that, for that to go the other way. How no, dare it, was, you. it was so positive. You didn't have authority. There's to, a lawsuit happening. Why did you put <laughs> women's clothes on my son? <laughs> or why didn't you? <laughs> Why was he weird? Never mind. <laughs> no, no. It was all positive. And, um, which is wonderful. It was wonderful because of all, like, it's a, str- again, I know I'm just helping this one little kid who needs help, Aww. but it's not the normal thing, right? And so I'm like, all right, well, how do I do this? I got to go to the nurse. I got to, but then there's this, like, moment this morning of, like, how sweet was that of her to yep. email the teacher? Yep. And like, just I felt noticed. It, it I just felt, about yeah twenty or so negatives. Yes, I because after yesterday, feeling so defeated, and like, well, I can't do this. Like, how am I going to do this? I can't deal with all these the 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 attitudes and the bullying and the things that are happening. And and now today, I'm like, okay, that's how I can deal I'm with good it. Good through at least Thursday afternoon. Right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So anyway. Man, the number of inappropriate jokes I could have made. <laughs> I, I am growing. Uh, and I think everybody here knows that about me. But there's some things that, uh, you know, we don't know about each other. And many of these I don't know for either one of you. So we're going to get to know each other as well. Chris, why don't you start out <laughs> as he's leaving the room? So, and there's no order. There's no, I except I try to balance heavy and funny. But uh, really no rhyme, no reason. But I just wanted to uh, to go through some questions. The first one I'll answer for myself. Most influential non-parent adult mm-hmm. growing up. I've said it before on the podcast. I'll say it again. I think we did a whole series on it. You know, the things that a child needs to be a normal adult. One is an objective third-party adult without the authority to punish. Yeah. And for me, it's one of, oh, it's primarily it's my grandfather, Pop-Up Bronner. He was the cheerleader. He's the one that converted his entire basement into a playground. Oh, yeah. Of a not big Penn Hills house, but three swing sets where the goal was to hit your head on the vent. Three? Yep, right next to each other. My gosh. Uh, it was a tight swing. Yeah. I mean, it was not long back and you not kids far up. In, in and, but, I mean, our, we would try to hit our feet off the, the duct work, and it would yeah. just go, boom. I'm and, sure like, that's you good for the ductwork. You would think... A, an adult would not want you to do that, yeah. you know, and he had a slide and he always gave us money and cute gifts and everything else. You know, you cut his grass, which would take eh, 12 minutes uh, and you got 20 bucks and a Coke oh, and a little Debbie cookie. Yeah. And uh, he was just the best. And he was, he was, and I, I would almost argue that pop-up Mitlow, my other grandfather was also, if I, you know, if the question is influential, he was very influential. He wasn't my favorite. You know, but he was the original boss. Yeah. You know, he, I always said he was the oldest of seven 
He was the only one that went to college, the only one that was management. And his thing, long before Donald Trump was firing people, you know, he'd walk in the house. Where's your shoes? You're fired. You know, you're too close to the TV. You're fired. And, uh, and so in some ways I take my leadership, I think, from not, not the way, but the leadership qualities of him. Yeah. How about you boys? Uh, mine would be my Uncle John. Um, growing up, like he, because influential, like I mean, he always had like the, like the newest tech, and I always, you know, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, like he would always be that guy, who I mean, that's me, or at least I try to try to. Um, but he would be the guy that like he bought me. Well, I remember one birthday he bought me this remote control car, and this was the coolest remote control car I'd ever seen. I think it took like twelve AA batteries. Yeah, to work ten. Right, minutes. You know? I remember those back like, then. Yeah. yeah, and like I think he ran to the store like twice to go get more batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably spent more on batteries than the actual car. Um, but yeah, he was always you know could, I could always count on him to like you know hang out and like he he taught me how to shift a car. Like he would press the. The pedal down, and I would nice. shift. You're like shift six. <laughs> I mean, I, wa- I wasn't that old, like right. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, and and we still get together. You know, um, I would say probably like once a quarter, just to kind of like have dinner together and catch up and just talk about stuff. And I mean, um, still in- influential in your life to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At absolutely. least a part of. Yeah, absolutely. That's Chris? awesome. Yeah, and I so I. And by could, the way, we don't all have an, have to answer all of these. I just right. want to point that out right. to everybody. I do have a good one for this one though, and I I went a little different. I was trying to think outside the family because I also have great grandparents growing up and family members that that were were there for me. Um, but I was trying to think non-family, so I'm going to give a shout out to Mr. Inglekay, and Mr. Inglekay was an old family friend who also, from a, oh gosh, a very young age, was my tennis instructor, because I took tennis lessons at the at the local park in Titusville. Um, Never heard of it. From, you know, the time I was like, I don't know, like five years old or something. And then he also taught computers at the high school, and so he was my computer teacher and my high school tennis coach when I got a little bit older. And um, I just, he was very influential to me, a, because I had a lot of interactions, you know, with him throughout the years, but his demeanor, he was one of those, or is, one of those very, like, mild-mannered guys who was very thoughtful, mm-hmm. but, soft, you know, soft-spoken, but very thoughtful. But the words mattered. Yes, exactly. And also, he was never afraid to, like, just be himself. Like, he cruised around town on his moped, only moped I ever saw in town, but he would just cruise around and he'd see you and he'd meet me and wave as he went by. And like, that was Mr. Inglekay. Like, that's just you know, one of his things as he drove around on his moped. And um, he actually, as you guys at the table here might remember, I actually, uh, when I first went to college, I was a computer science major for one, count them, one semester. I wasn't that good at it, but his influence was part of that. On you know, on me was 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 part of my decision to to at least attempt that in school before I switched over to music stuff. And uh, what a cool guy! He actually, he and his wife came to uh, one of my and Amy's uh, Clarion University performances. Uh-huh. We're both you know in the music department there. I can't even remember what performance it was. Some band thing or something and 
um, came and just came, you know, with my parents just to come along as friends and came over to Amy and I actually, we shared a trailer at that time with our dog, Molly. Do you guys know this story? Nope. It rings a faint bell. We, but we found, we one. found a stray dog, uh, one Somebody summer in college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tied up. And anyway, our, we did not intend for people to come over and, and, and visit, but they, they came over to the, to our trailer afterwards and this dog shed like crazy. Our red carpet that was in this trailer looked like white because of the, the, the hair. Kind of embarrassing, right? Doesn't matter to Mr. Ingle K. He just sits right down on the floor and is chatting and talking <laughs> and doesn't care. Like, And I just, I'll have that picture in my head forever that he just sat down, just, just, Nope, it's all good. He gets up. He's covered hair. Oh, yeah. It looks like Bigfoot, like riding a moped. He, <laughs> <laughs> he figured it'll blow off on the uh, drive he back to uh, Titusville on his moped. And he did. You know, when he stood up, he just sort of brushed off his legs, and we went about our, our evening and whatever. I don't know. I just always appreciated that sort of thing about yeah. him, that he was just... He he never made a big deal about the little things. It was always a very... I mean, he, he made an important but quiet point about the big things, you yeah. know? So, very influential. Mr. Engel K. I appreciate people like that. We should get a t-shirt made of Mr. Engel K and just says, you know, only say the important things. And there's like shaggy pants on a moped. (laughs) Titusville Sasquatch. (laughs) Titusville Sasquatch is hilarious. Hashtag. Shout out to Groot. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Good to have you here. Uh, Next one on the list is best meal you remember from childhood. I can't think of like a single meal. Sure. That's what about restaurant experience? Well, I was gonna say or favorite restaurant. My favorite from meal, like my favorite consistent meal, is my mom's meatloaf. Sure. I just, I, I just thought, yeah, mom, the meatloaf. I just always remember lo- like loving her meatloaf, and then next day for lunch, meatloaf, meatloaf sandwich, meatloaf sandwiches, <laughs> sloppy joe. Um, restaurant experience. Eh. Yeah. Nothing. Nah. I can't do this the show without doing more Titusville shoutouts because it's all well, about childhood you stuff. What's your right? childhood? I've been there. So my go- now I'm talk even- about Titusville uh, Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Titusville chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so great. I've, I think I probably mentioned this on Pod before, but great sub and pizza place in Titusville, Pasquale's. As far as I know, not related to Pasquale's not locally chain, in Penn Hill. Yeah. Right. It's not the, the, the chain that we know here. Yeah. But, Shout out um, Crystal Hollis. But, uh, oh my gosh, their subs. I used to, as a kid, <sighs> it is sub. still such, sub. It's such it a nostalgic so taste. It's it's sort of, it's just the simplest, like, Italian cold cut oh, yeah. sub. There's nothing, you know, there's lettuce, tomato, and meat, and cheese, and that's it. Italian dressing? Nope. I wouldn't even Mayo? do that. N- I not no. Because that's controversial. Here's the thing. As a kid, no, because my, my parents would just be like, here's your here's well, your sub, and I would eat it. Pretty and, white. And from that point on. <laughs> what? I said you guys are pretty white. I mean, you know, you're like, ooh, Italian dressing, too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Little salt and pepper. Ooh, I'm feeling dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a little kid, I just ate what was given to me. Sure. Oh. But it became such a nostalgic 
taste yeah. to this day. A nice dry hoagie. Just yes, it's the mark. Well, here's Man. the thing, though. Their bread was not. Dry. I'm just. It was. It's yeah, the bread, perfect. Dude, bread is a big it's factor. Perfect. Bread is a big yeah. factor. It's yeah. maybe a, one of the more important factors. But no veggies on it. Just meat and cheese and bread. Uh, lettuce. lettuce and oh, and tomato. Lettuce oh, and tomato. Crazy. Well, okay. So then you're getting into. We well, got a yeah. little lubricant. Yeah. yeah, it's a little. Right, right. It's <laughs> yeah. not. It wasn't dry. I would not describe it as dry. So no. my dad charcoaled. He was. Mom cooked the meals. Her claim to fame is that it was always ready on time and it was always hot. It was never great. Right. It was never bad. Yeah. But there was no, like, everybody's like, oh, mom's cooking. I'm like, very consistent. You know? (laughs) But dad would charcoal. And I will never forget one day he charcoaled. I don't know if it was also ribs or at least chicken, but it was barbecued, like barbecue sauce and grilled. And you would think he burned it because it was charred. Okay. And we all made fun of him. You know, I'm the youngest of five. So if I was six, my brother's 16, everybody's, you know, Maryland 17. And I remember I bit into it and I was like, well, this is the best thing that has ever. I mean, you, you had the char, but it was char, not burn. Okay. He knew what he was doing. No, it was a mistake. <laughs> I mean, he was very good at the grill. Don't get me wrong. Okay. He was very good at the grill, but he did not intend that. Okay. In any way, shape or form. But uh, I just will always remember that meal specifically as being like one of the best things ever. Um, and as far as restaurants, stuff like that, I just think of the restaurant. I always think of the restaurants that aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And we could almost do a whole podcast on that. Just in Penn um, Hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it was Lums. Never heard of it. Yep. It was I where it was where the Sunoco is on Road Eye in the shopping center. Okay. Uh, Upper Sunoco. Upper Sunoco. <laughs> there was another it used building to be there. And lofts. And lofts Sunoco. Uh, he okay. got bought out. Okay. Got so. yeah. Next. That was what that uh, little <laughs> nonverbal communication was <laughs> supposed to indicate. I don't know what See where the waveform went. Real flat. <laughs> oh, this next one is tough, man. Uh, worst date or breakup? I don't like, I don't know. It's hard. I don't really have one. Like, I don't have like, I never had like a blowout, like, sit back, boys. You know, so I'm, I don't know. Because you said you don't really. I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Oh, bro. Do you want to go first? No, you're okay. You said you didn't have worst date. Right, correct. I, exactly. So, so when we were discussing these questions last night, um, Jay was asking, well, you know, like, worst date. And I was like, you know, I don't, I didn't really like, date like in high school it was just like you were either going together or you weren't going together you know right, what i mean right like so yeah but breakup yeah my my serious high school girlfriend oh my gosh mm. like we were we started going out when we were 15 and when you're 15 everything is the biggest deal right. ever ever yeah. ever right yeah. yep. so we were so in love <laughs> like more love than you could possibly imagine love you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and looking back, you're like, okay, well, as an adult, you know, you're like, okay, that was like, I don't well, you could put terms to it, puppy love or whatever, whatever. But we were like in love, right? Until we weren't. <laughs> until you weren't? Until she wasn't. Until she wasn't. Oh, it's the worst. Sorry, you want to die. And it became the whole thing with like, well, now she likes somebody else. Oh. And I'm like, and I'm like, I thought we were like together forever. And it was how long? How long did you were you in the dumps? Um, wait, how long was the relationship first? 
Oh, uh, you're okay. So you're asking for numbers, seven and I'm weeks. like, no. years. <laughs> no, it was at least seven days. Amy, uh, found, no. Amy found out about her, and you know. <laughs> no, I'd say we were going out for a, about a year oh, before we started time. having time like fifteen. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a lot of life. Yeah, it's one fifteen, right? That's how they but do it. I mean, if you think about it, like yeah. a year, like there's a lot that happens, and when you're one year fifteen, right? That's, that's, and especially yeah. at that age, when you feel like you're actually finally, you're like, oh. I think I'm like a fully conscious pers- person now. You know what right, I mean? Like right. you start becoming more self-aware and yeah. stuff. I feel my right brain and left brain melding. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. So, so it was about. Let's say it was about a year, and then it was. Oh, now we've got this huge breakup. Oh, but now maybe we're kind of getting back together. But no, we're not getting. Back. So then it sort of dragged on oh, for yeah. a while oh, yeah. and that sort of thing. So it was. Sometimes it, there isn't a big explosion. Sometimes it just fizzles out. Yeah, from like a movie or something. We it, we did both, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jay? I was trying to come alongside you. you like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it's but fine. then when she likes somebody else, it's like you're drowning. Oh, it's oh oh. I can still remember that feeling. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The 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 feeling. Yes, drowning is a great way to put it. Like the you can't believe it's happening, and there's nothing you can do apparently, oh. and you're just like. I mean, it's never happened to me, but yeah. <laughs> so not as dramatic, but in the middle of my desperation to find a spouse and my whole thing, well, my whole thing, my, well, my whole life, originally it was the girl had to be not ugly and a sure yes. And I, we've talked about this on the podcast before, not like for sex, just would say yes if I asked her out. Right. Okay. I was no risk involved. Right. Okay. And didn't have to be gorgeous. Wait, was this your conscious criteria or? I wouldn't say it out loud to no, a girl. no, no, no. But I'd I be mean, like, hey, listen, you're not ugly, no, I mean, and I know you're going to say yes. <laughs> but I mean, was this in your head your conscious criteria? I was well aware of that. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. I didn't know if like maybe in retrospect you're like, oh, I think this that is was what it turns I did. out. No, because like at one point somebody pointed out. Now this is getting a little racy for lunchtime in Rome. Not in high school, but anyhow, that I was only dating well endowed women. And I was like, no, I, it turns out that's true. <laughs> like I would, That was not on the forefront of my mind. Gotcha. That was subconscious. Right. So now as I'm getting older, post my long relationship in college, it was terrible. Um, I'm now just dating anybody. You know, I, I've said it before, but some people are sitting with us for the first time. A guy came up to me and said, Jay, I've got my criterion is now not ugly. Sure, yes. And knows the Lord. So they have to be a Christian now, too. And Terry Colibris, good brother in Christ and also my mortgage guy, he said to me, I got a girl for you. And I said, no, you don't. And he goes, sure, I do. You don't know. And I said, is she a Christian? Yep. She live in Pittsburgh? Yep. I was like, nope. He goes, why? I said, I'm sure I've dated her. (laughs) (laughs) You've dated every Christian girl in Pittsburgh. And then he told me about her. And I was like, sure did. Oh, no. (laughs) And it was funny. Talking about her, she now is going to supplant the other story I had for worst date, because you guys know, I mean, I, I was the king of the first dates. I go, you know, again, in a real big, you know, list of requirements. So I got a, I got a million bad date stories, but this one, this girl who I didn't go out with because I had already gone out with her, I go to pick her up and we'd met through a mutual friend and she was different than me, but I was like, whatever. She's wait, is this the first time you went out with her? Yes. The time okay. I actually went out with okay. her. Okay. Cause okay. I told Terry, no, okay. I dated her. 
It was one of the worst dates of my life. I pick her up in Shadyside, where she lived, with her cat. I go into her apartment. Can I ask how old you are right now? 23. Gotcha. I go into her apartment, and I was like looking around, and she had this really old vintage TV. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like one of those like sit-on-the-floor console kinds? But or? even older than that. Oh. Like it's one of the first TVs. She's gotcha. like, oh, I got it at a flea market. I'm like, and it still works? She's like, oh gosh, no. Mm. And I said, oh, well, where's your TV? She's like, oh, I don't have a TV. And at that point, I was like, dude, just leave. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> She's got a cat, and she doesn't watch TV. I think she was a teacher, too, which I was, was a bonus, but like, whatever. So I said, it's pretty cold out. You're going to want to bring a jacket. She goes, well, does your car have heat? And I'm like, what the F are you even talking about? Like, yeah, I'm not rolling around in a car without heat. And she's like, well, I'll be fine. <laughs> she's like, well, she's I have got, a TV that doesn't work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. So, I mean, you know. So we go out. I don't even remember where we went. Dinner or something like that. And uh, so then it was terrible. It was just gross and blech. I mean, not gross. It was just so awkward. Nothing in common. And, she's, and I'm like, all right, it's almost over. I'm going to take her back. She's like, well, let's go get coffee. No, what? no, I have told her I don't drink coffee. That was one of the things that came up. Bro. She's like, let's go get coffee. And I was like, you, but were you not listening? Maybe coffee was every, code. I know. I was going to say every TV <laughs> show I've ever watched, coffee does not mean coffee. Yeah. Well, we went to a coffee shop and it did have coffee. Oh, okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> and so we get coffee and I get water and she's like, oh, that's right. You're one of those non-coffee drinkers. And at the end she goes, it's really cold out. Can you go get the car? Bro. And pick me up. Because we parked far away. And the whole way, I was like, bro, just roll. Just roll. Oh Leave gosh. her. Leave her. It'll be a legendary guy moment. <laughs> oh, man. But I got her. <laughs> and then we sat in the car, and I know she was waiting. And I, you know, I had to give her the, that was back. Well, they still do it. The automatic doors. But these are the ones that like popped up. Yeah. You know? And then finally, I was like, welp. Click. <laughs> and unlocked it forward. She's like, oh. And I was like. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and, you know, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's a good one. That's right. You always got to wonder in a that situation like that, like, are you not reading the room right now? She didn't read a damn wow. thing. Wow. She didn't yeah. wear a coat either. No. Last physical fight you were in. Okay, I'm going to start because... This morning with the grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> she respected you afterwards. That's right. No. She was like, no, no, I'm here to solve the problem. I have been in, let's see, let me count on my fingers, zero physical fights Dude, in I'm my life. pop you just so you can just... Zero. Right in the chin. I've never had anybody punch me. I've never punched anyone. Nothing. The Man. closest I've ever come is just like sort of angry looks. That's it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Sneer. Chris, Chris has, a, has a mean, firm look. You know? <laughs> Said nobody ever. And I, I've got a story that'll tie into no fights later, but that, I'm going to leave it at that for now. I really haven't. I've never been in a physical fight. I have one. Go ahead. Uh, gym class. Nice. That was one of mine. Kid was Might making. Be my last one. It was my. Yeah, this was my first. No. This was my first and last physical right. fight. Uh, guy was making fun. Of, I, you know, I was a heavy set kid, and guy was making fun of me. And this was like, it was consistent. This wasn't like What, a, elementary school? No, this was junior. It was ninth grade. Oh, ninth grade. Yeah. Oh, you said gym class, and I went to elementary school. Yeah. And uh, this wasn't the first time. This ninth was, grade like, Linton? Ninth grade high school? Linton. Okay. And uh, we, 
I said, I was like, look, man, if you keep on doing it, we're going to, we're, we're just going to fight. Uh, like, and like, as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, this isn't who I am. I don't want to do this. But it, it, you had reached it, a point. It, I had reached a point. I was just done. And this was the first time in my life where I, like, I think I realized, well, let me finish the story. So we go outside and. Outside? Was this like a planned we, moment? Are you talking about? Like, we, no. we go outside. He didn't call him out. We I were, called you out. Sorry. Yeah. That was so the we thing were, when we I were was walking outside because we were going to like one of the fields to do, oh, sure, to, sure. To do something. Oh, okay. And, you know, he throws his first punch. I back up and I dodge it. I'm nice. Like, I'm like, wow. I'm already impressed. Okay. And then he comes in with another one and he lands it. Oh. And there is like, if you've never been hit in the face, there is a very unique experience where you are looking one direction one way, and mm. in a split second, you're looking the other way. So, like, he hit me, and I, my face went left, and I just, like, I, I lost it, and I charged him, and I pushed him down. And if you know, at Linton, when you come out of the gym, you're going, like, into the parking lot, mm-hmm. and there's cars. Well, I pushed him in front of a car. Thank goodness that car stopped. And like, but he was on the ground, and I just and like he he looked like he was just like like shocked. Never expected you to fight back. And I reached down, I grabbed his hand, I picked him up. I said, "Are we done? Are we good? Like, let's let's be done." Because at that se- that at that second, Miss Mrs. DeFlippo, gym teacher, came out, and I was like, "Cause we're gonna get expelled if we keep going," you know, and or suspended or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and then we were cool. And then All everything right. was fine. And that was like the first time in my life I was like, maybe some people just need to like just need, need a smack hit. in the mouth. Yeah. And and everything was fine. That was the first and last fight I ever got in. Wow. Wow. And I don't yeah. even regret it. I don't. Like I don't regret no, anything. You did the right it. thing. Yeah. You should have given a little Samoan splash. <laughs> Boom. You're like, who's big, buddy? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, for me it was eighth grade, and it's it's a half hour long story, but it was a kid who was running his mouth about a burnout in the back of the bus. And I was sitting next to him. And the next day I get on the bus and apparently the burnout found out about this kid, Joey running his mouth about him. And Joey said, no, it was Jay. Mm. And I was, you know, I get on the bus and everybody's like, Ooh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, whoever they're doing this to is in trouble. And I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> And so the burnout's like, look, I'm either going to fight, I'm going to beat one of your asses, you know, or you guys are going to fight each other. And I'm like, well, I have motivation, so let's go. And so we got off the bus stop there at Sycamore and walked up a little bit to a driveway. And yeah, got to get out of the bus stop area because that's still school school ground. There there was one black kid (laughs) on our bus and he was on my side and everybody else on the bus was on Joey's side. Oh, no, there was one burnout girl. She was really nice to meet you. But anyhow... And I just tackled Aww, him. You still and, remember her name. That's mm-hmm, sweet. Sorry. Gia Ferrero. But, um, and so they, we just went at it and he tackled me. I'm sorry. And all I did was unload on his face. I punched him 1000 times. He's throwing me all over the place, but I'm just unloading punches the whole time. We roll into a rose bush and I still have a little scar where a thorn went like through the webbing between my pointer finger mm. and my thumb and then ripped out. And at one point, like his shoe came off and he called time out <laughs> and I was exhausted. So I gave it to him <laughs> and then like he kicked me and I just looked at him like, cause he had started to take karate and I just looked at him I'm like, what are you doing? And he kicked me again and I grabbed it and then I took him down and then it ended with me on top of him where the big black kid pulled me off 
and we're like, are you done? Yeah, are you done? Just like you said. Yeah. And then that night I walk home and blood is just pouring out of my hand. And my mom stayed home. Mom was like, honey. And I was like, mom, he was talking about you. Which he wasn't, but it was just too long of a story. <laughs> and then, and then your mom fought him. The, uh, Greg Johns, who now plows our driveway and cuts our lawn for the church, was dating my sister at the time, and he owned a landscaping company all the way back then. Mm. And he worked with Joey's dad, and so he comes over for dinner, and he would always bully me like a sister's boyfriend would. Right, he right, was twenty five yeah. years old, yeah. and, you know, and he's like, "Didn't think you had it in you." And I was like, "Oh, so you heard?" And he's like, "Oh, he is messed up." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and his eyes were all black and blue. And then the next day, the bus uh, all took Joey's side instead of mine and said that I was just as beat up as he was. I was oh. just wearing makeup. Oh boy! To cover my swollen eyes, like his eyes were shut. Yeah. So that was the last fight. But even then, it was cool because Gia and her sister would stick up for me and would yell at everybody on the bus. There you go. Yeah. Were they older? Yeah. yeah. They were eighth grade. What was it? Eighth grade. They were, yeah, they were 10th grade. 10th grade. I was in eighth grade. They felt like, you felt like they were like And then 20s. Joey and I became cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't mm-hmm. that funny? That's so funny how that works. <sighs> Tough times, man. I this, And both of you are mentioning, I said like I have a story later, but you're both mentioning middle school slash junior high. Middle school's the worst. It is the worst. It's the worst. Moment you felt most comforted. That's wide open. That's wide open. It's, but that's what makes it so difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like most comforted. Like for I mean, for me, it's the tray days. I yeah. mean, it's the worst moment of my life. It is the worst moment of my life, and yet one of the sweetest. And I go specific to even the day of the the funeral. I mean, just to see the guys in the back of the room and and the viewings and the the different people just sobbing worse than we were and you know it was yeah. just it takes so tonight at grief share they said the grief is the price you pay for love that if you don't ever want to mm, grieve sure don't ever love mm. and so i would say you know okay we had to go through a lot losing a son but boy i got to feel comfort like i never felt before which is a terrible thing to lead with because you you guys are like, well, my shoelace broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, this one, this is the one I was thinking of. You know, when Amy had a miscarriage, that was a really tough time. But we've had so much, you know, support and and I would even like argue now, you know, since Amy's mom has passed away, like the just the love and comfort. I guess the I guess the reason why it's like so hard for me to pick is like, and I I hate this is such a cliche answer, but like we as a group get comfort. We do. We understand comfort. Sure. Good point. So like every time something since I've known you guys has happened, that's bad. We've always had great comfort. So, but those would be my two. Yeah. Um, That's a good point though. Most is a maybe unfair. That's my good point for the year. See you next year. This is how like self unaware I am. I feel like I can't come up with a time in, in my past, like Eric, I'll second, up. yeah, like I'll second what Eric said about like recent years. Yes, all the time. It's hard for me to remember a lot but of things. Like, from, well, because it's also yeah. rare. Yeah. I guess, yeah, because I, I don't come, I don't think back to childhood and think about how uncomforted I was. And yet, when I try to think of a specific time where somebody was very comforting, it's hard for me to sure. come up with that. Like my grandma was very comforting to me. 
just like, in general. Just in general, yeah. right. Right. But in an, probably in an accepting <laughs> and secure way. Yeah, oh, totally. It wasn't that she was joining you in your emotions. Well, and I had a high right. degree of acceptance. Right. And who accepts you more than your grandma? Right. You know? Uh, well, my grandma. Not my grandma. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> she did not accept me. But well, Papa Bronner did. Papa Bronner sure did. Yeah. So I will give another quick example, and it's going to be funny because it parlays into a fight. Much like you in gym class, for me, sixth grade, I well, I'd been bullied the whole year by this kid. And it was only because I was afraid of getting into trouble, and he was always in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I would never fight back. And then one day I snapped, and I punched him, and it broke his jaw. And blood was pouring out of his mouth. And we had a very strong teacher, Mr. Thompson, the one that called me Joseph, because mm. he didn't believe in nicknames. And I walked... Did he do a handstand on his podium? I doubt it. <laughs> no, there, was a, there was a teacher that would do a handstand on his podium. Oh, that's so crazy. And he did not look like a teacher that Curly could Curly hair, tall, I, thin. I, Anyhow. And I walked to school, and Mr. Thompson's thing was Jolly Ranchers, watermelon Jolly Ranchers. If you did your times tables right, you got a Jolly Rancher, and you had to stay in front of the class. So that day, I hadn't talked to him yet. I'm still in school. You know, I punched the kid. He's on his way to the hospital, whatever else. And he goes, Joseph, I want you to stay after uh, school. Let's have a talk. And I was like, I'm going to be killed. That's it. It's over. <laughs> and my buddy, as I walked, as he walked out, like to go to the bus, he just looked back at me and he was like, good luck, man. <laughs> and I was just like, oh no. And he goes, come here, come here. And I sat down in the chair next to his desk, which, you know, it's not where I sat. And he goes, you want a watermelon Jolly Rancher, Joseph? Ah, the worst flavor. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just asked the story. And it was like, that was just uh, like, it's okay. Here, have a piece of candy. Let's yeah. hear the story. And yeah. it was all cool. And mm. so it was pretty good. That That is good. What's the worst thing you ever bought? Okay, I've got two. Which is, I'm stealing this from the Are You Garbage podcast, which if you're a devout Christian, I encourage you not to listen to it because <laughs> it is filthy dirty. But they have famous people on, and one of the questions they ask is, when you got your first big check, what's the worst thing you ever spent money on? Uh-huh. And the one quote, quote was, I don't own anything now that I bought then. Mm. And I was like, man, that's a great quote. Right. <laughs> so do you have any big purchases that you regret? Yeah, I, I bought a Chevy Blazer that just was not... Oh, a bad car. Yeah, it was a bad car. But my first my first car was a Chevy Blazer, and I loved it. Mm. But it was because my, my... It was one reason it was because of my first car. Sure. But this one was just a lemon used car. Just horrible. That sucks. Yeah. I Yeah, I have two. I have... Tesla. What? Oh! <laughs> that was my greatest purchase ever. No. How dare uh, you? Um, <laughs> Until that thing catches on fire, that's it is right, the best car right. ever. Or freezes up in the winter. That's right. Or he has to replace the battery. <laughs> None of which has happened. Yet. Or you get an oil leak. I found out because the, the, there's oil. There in is the oil motor. inside the motor. And if it, it yeah. leaks, there's a little bit yeah, of money. <laughs> right. There are things that can happen, you know. But uh, no. So number one, treadmill. Oh, Amy oh, you mean, and I. You mean a clothes rack? Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Amy and I, before we, you know, this was like open up a line of credit to do this, bought like a really nice, huge honking treadmill at probably at Dick's or maybe at Dunham's, some local sporting goods shop. Yeah, yeah, and um. I don't I don't remember the exact price, but it was something like eight hundred dollars, which at the time was like a thousand dollars. Yeah. But oh, we were gonna use this oh, yeah, you're every day healthy. forever. That's right. You know. And in our in this, you know, in a, the large house that we live in, clearly we have space for this oh, giant. You put it in the first or the second gym. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the first trailer, which wing of the, of the house? It ended up sit. I mean, being used obviously for a short period of time, but just sitting in a very <laughs> large section of our our family room downstairs in the basement for like I don't know a a decade or a decade and a half. And like finally, a handful of years ago, we finally like got rid of it, you know, to uh, sold on eBay or something, and for very little. And it just, yeah, it was a glorified dust collector slash, yeah, yeah. It, and it's just that kind of stuff drives me crazy. And I, I'll couple that with this is not my second one, but I'll couple that with gym membership, which, gosh darn it, <laughs> still haven't canceled. I haven't canceled it, and I still want to go to Planet Fitness, and I just haven't gone. I haven't How gone. Long? How long? How long? Ben and I went once. No, when did you when did you join? Um July? <laughs> oh, this year. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not bad. I thought you were gonna be like three years. What, like time, what time do you have to go be at school? Oh, you want me to go before school? Um, I have to be there at, at eight o'clock. I was just curious. Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, man, I would work out at six thirty. I worked out at six thirty uh yes yesterday morning. At Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. Dude, go oh. for it. Do it. I, go it with sounds, me. I, Do it. <sighs> you go with me for a week. Here's the thing. I have to get up at 6.30, though, just to get like stuff set for the day before I head out at 7.30. Well, you have to get up before 6.30 to get there at 6.30. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I'd have to be there we'll at talk like about it. We'll 6. talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's a whole... Anyway. But my second one, and we got out of this, thankfully, but my second nearly worst purchase ever... Timeshare. You bought it. We bought it for eighteen hours Ooh, before we. How'd you get out? Well, there is like a whatever grace period that all it took was a phone call. But we, we like they sacrificed Molly. They. Oh. <laughs> um, Molly was her first child. I was just saying. Yeah. Say, you don't know about the original Davidson child. That's that's the the shedding dog. That's what who Molly is. <laughs> But um, oh, Mr. Inglekay's yes, donor yes. dog, <laughs> and so it was. I don't know somewhere uh, Cranberry area. Don't know the name of the company. Not important. But went for the whole spiel because you, when you're young, you get sucked into like oh, oh sign up for such and such, spiel. and you get a free blah blah blah. They wear you down. Oh, they wear you. We down. got worn down, and drove away and we're like oh that was a good i'm glad we uh, and the further we got you know closer closer to home we're like i don't know if we should have and then by the time we get home we're like oh this is terrible this is the worst thing we've ever done and so the next morning we called because we had amy's dad who's you know was a lawyer was up on that sort of stuff and she's like oh he said yeah there's like a 24-hour grace period or whatever any purchase they have to let you out of it and so we called, and it was actually very simple. Thank goodness. Wow. Company's out of business now. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just a phone call. We're like, yeah, we need to cancel, and they're like, okay, we, we, you know, thank you, we understand, and that was it. But whoa, for eighteen hours, it was like, yeah, I returned a car once. It's the first car I ever bought. I was at the Day Chevrolet on two eighty six, and I went just to look, just to look, just to look. And I mean, I'm twenty. I don't even know what. 21 maybe and you just got pressured into and it pressure me pressure me pressure me z34 but it was more used they were trying to get me on a six-year deal which is ironic because that's what i'm on now but it was used and all this stuff and i was like nope i'll come back tomorrow and they're like no you gotta do it tonight oh it's so uh, all the things and i said i will consider buying it tonight if you give me a 24-hour period to return it 
And I said, you got to write it down. Oh yeah, not a problem. Blah, blah, blah. And then when I went to buy it, I was like, where's the, uh, and the guy like just wrote it in ink on the contract. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they didn't include it. It's still binding. It's on and paper. I got in the car and it was like the ashtray was full. Like they hadn't cleaned it. Yeah. Drove home and I was like, nope, we're going back tomorrow. Yeah, and I took it back. Uh, good, good for, for you. you to, yeah, to like follow through and and do that because yeah. I I guess you in your twenties. Like time? I said, like twenty two. Yeah, twenty one. Like I feel for all of the young adults who are un- like, especially this time because they're like they say adolescence has been pushed back. Mm. So twenty one is like twenty four year olds now. Yeah, right. And I mean, and you are under pressure from these middle aged adults who. I mean, let's face it. They're trying to take advantage. Like that's the business. Is they how can be. how right, right? But how many people can we like? They're not concerned for you yeah. and what you should be doing for your own personal welfare. They just want to, you know, make the sale or whatever. Hey, we got plenty of questions left, but we're kind of wrapping up. So why don't we? I, each, that's I amazing. Think, I don't know. I think we could do it. What? I finished it up. Oh, because like longest friendship. Yeah, we could go quick if you yeah. want. Yeah. All right, bang. Okay, mine would be other than Amy, Brian. Okay, go. How long? Mm, I think we're going to like eleven years at this point. All right. So I'm gonna count. I I I'm a fire. Go on. I, you know, I got to do a little explanation. So I am a terrible long term slash long distance friend. However, my longest friend, his name is Dane, uh, friend since kindergarten. Wow. And I would say, and we haven't talked. We don't talk regularly. We talk when he calls occasionally because I'm bad and I never call. What? But and he actually reminds me a lot of you, Jay. I know, right? You know, you guys know my communication skills, but he reminds me a lot of you, his personality. And, um, nice guy. Very outgoing, very, you know, extrovert. Sure. And handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just, I'm thankful that he reaches out continues and, to pursue. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. there. for me, it would have to be good old Dan Leopold who sits with us. Oh, yeah, 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 I love Dan. Uh, we became good friends ninth, more in tenth grade, and off and on kind of a thing. And don't get to see him really ever, but we talk and communicate. So, yeah, that would be true. Longest you've gone without showering. All right, when I was a kid, I lived outside during the summer. Ah, the Brian Herr pool method. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except without a pool. Ah. Uh, there was a creek. We had a little, you know, creek through the some backyard. Ivory soap down there. <laughs> but um, I would say early elementary, maybe second grade, <sighs> summer ish. I don't have the exact count of how many days. I just know quite a while. I have memories of wearing the same clothes. Oh gosh, for days. And, days. and you judge Mr. Engel K for riding a moped. <laughs> I know there's no judging. I appreciate that he. Uh, no, <laughs> it was gross, man. I don't know how many days I went. Uh, Boy Scout camp, it's unknowable. <laughs> Can't be known. <laughs> yeah, but camp's only a week long, though. Yeah, but still, I mean, I've never gone more than a week. Right. Uh, for me, it would yeah. be probably in, in Canada, the one year that we flew in. But even then, like, there was no running water. We <clears> flew into the lake, landed on the lake, stayed in a cabin. But we had that big canvas or rubber bag that would hold like five gallons of water. I don't know, probably three gallons of water. But it would heat up. So as long as it was 70 degrees and sunny outside, the water would get to like 90. And you'd hang it from a tree and shower. Oh, it's one of the best showers I've ever had in my life. Huh. Uncomfortable family situation growing up. 
I can't. I just, there's a few, but I can't. I can't. My, my main one would be like, so my dad was a, and he's an engineer, retired engineer, and he was, but he would be a contract engineer. So like whenever he got laid off, like that was, mm. it was always a crummy moment. It always, yeah. you know, a, I, so to this day, like when I hear somebody like losing their job, my stomach hurts. Uh, sure. Like for that person or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the big one for me is when I found out dad was doing the midlife crisis thing. That oh, was yeah. tremendously uncomfortable. But even in our family, I don't think I've talked about this that much. Mom pulls us in, tells us dad's having an affair. He's left us, blah, 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 blah. And like later on that afternoon, we were like, Kathy worked at Wendy's. First ever, by the way, Wendy's on Rhode I Road, just above Anloff Sunoco, formerly Lums. Uh, first ever employee of the month, Kathy was. At Wendy's nice. on I think we're going to say that's the first Wendy's in First like, ever. Nope. Kathy was the first. They still talk about and, that. And hey, let's bring everything full circle. Uh, she met Greg Johns because he kept going through the drive through until she went out with him. Aww. But the story is this. <laughs> that's funny. We made the joke that she was going to steal, 50 pounds, but, you know. steal ketchup uh, <laughs> so that we can make ketchup soup now that dad had left our family. Oh. And that, um, I forget, or else she would sell her body, which at the time was even funnier than now. <laughs> but I mean, that was that afternoon we were making jokes yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. gosh. Most alone you've ever felt. Well, this got pretty dark. Okay, so th- this is rapid fire, so I won't take too long. But this goes back to the story about for, you know last fight you were in, and I was never in a fight. But I was bullied oh. one major time. I've, I've come across a few different... Do you different- want me to talk to Amy? She's tough, man. She's, I don't know. She's a bully. No. Um, eighth grade, so back to, you know, middle school, yeah, junior high. the worst. And this one kid just decided, I mean, there were, again, rapid fire. I don't want to get into all the little details, but decided he was going to pick on me. I was very small for my age. He was like the biggest, toughest kid in our grade. Come on. Anyway, I felt very, very alone that day that most of it, like, happened um, in school because I just... I just was inside oh, my you're brain. So hot in your Nobody head. was approaching me or t- nobody's coming to rescue right? you. And then there was a junior high dance. Um, I don't know that. I don't know if it's all. It blends together. This the same day, the next day, the whatever that weekend. And I go to the dance, and he's bullying me again. Ugh. And I'm feeling miserable. And my um. This goes into maybe this is my most like com- I don't know if this counts as comfort. I think it does. Coming alongside, right? Um, the the guy, his name is also Chris, who became my best friend in high school. Who we were we were friends then, but it was not not as close as later. But he just came up to me, and said, "Like, let me ask you a question. Do you like do you like him? Like, do you?" And I was like, well, "No, like, kind of hate him." And he's like, "Well, then why why do you listen to him?" And like just him just being there and talking me yeah. through some of that made me feel so not alone in that moment that I was able to, like I was all ready to stand up to him and everything. I was, you know, and then he never said anything to me ever again. So, right. so it never well, became that's terrible an issue, and awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was terrible and awesome. I have two. I'll be quick though. Uh, first one was when I realized like my best friends at the time. In high school, uh, I remember the story. I realized yeah. they're not my best. That's terrible, the worst. terrible. Yeah, it's the worst, and uh, they really didn't like me. And yeah, Ugh. Um, and then second one would be um, so I mentioned before Amy had a miscarriage, <laughs> and she thought she was okay, and she was ready to go to a baby shower. Oh no! Which I went with her, 
and oh. there was a bunch of pregnant women there. Like everybody's pregnant, oh. and uh, and you know she's okay at the party. She put on a she put on a, she put on a good face at the party, and then we got in the car. Oh boy, forty five minutes of just like screaming pure hell, sad. just oh. crying all the way home, and then crying herself to sleep that night. Oh. I was like. I don't even know. And that's what to, long before. That's any long of before this. any of this. I was right. like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, all I can do is just be there. Like, that was it. Right. And that's why I kept on telling myself, I was like, just be here. There's with nothing, your. There's nothing you could say. Yeah. There's nothing you could say. Just be here. Like that was the longest night of my life. I think. Yeah. So the fight that I won, that then the bus turned on me, was so bad that I would get out of this, uh, get off the bus, and I would walk along the bus, and they would spit at me. Um. And of course, the bus driver wouldn't do anything about it. It's crazy. And so I would have to cross. That's the worst thing you could do to somebody. I would on have him. to. That's unless Gia was on the bus. Gia would mother f them and not let them there do that. Go. But I would have to cross the street in front of the bus to walk on the other side of the street where there was no shoulder until the bus passed, and then I would have to cut back across. My goodness. Then when I told my mother about it, uh, she said, "Honey, what do you want me to do? Call the school." Alone. Oh, that's like literally that's, alone. That's man. when you're alone. Dude, and when you're your own mom, because I will say that, man, my mom, I could have like murdered a kid and my mom would be like, I'd stick up for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and if I may blow up Amy's spot, but she shared it on the podcast mm. when she was being bullied and she shared it with her mother. Uh huh. Her mother said, Everybody hates you. Nobody likes you. Why don't you just go eat? Yeah, she sang to her. Yeah. yeah Everybody that's brutal. Hates you. And in Dude, conclusion, so, like, yeah. greatest, let's, let's, yeah, greatest let's celebration ahead. ever. Mine would be last year, 40th birthday. Oh, that's a good one. Amy threw me a hell of a 40th birthday. It was so fun. Disc golf trip. Uh, just Broken chairs. Oh, man. It was so fun. Cool courses. No Chris on a rafter, though, and that's, that's got to change this year. <laughs> no, it will not. <laughs> that was Amy's 40th. That was Amy's 40th. <laughs> I don't know. I, I rack in my brain for this one. I don't know. I mean... I've, I've celebrated weddings, including my own, like great uh, times. Childbirth, blah, blah, right. blah. Right, right. You're just, right, right, exactly. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't know. They're all so good. I think maybe, Eric, it's your 40th birthday party. <laughs> no, Amy's. Huh? No, Amy's. Amy, yeah, oh, my, yeah. my Amy's. Oh, that was my, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Chris climbed up on the rafter inside of a place, and then when I tried to help him down, he ended up in a really bad place on the back of the couch. <laughs> yes. so he may or may not it have broken. so great. We um, should make that the cover photo of this episode. <laughs> the, my are, thigh, my huge no, bruise. No, you were on the rafter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure? there's a million, but I would say... Dude, let's do it. I'm doing it. You have to. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, but I would say maybe when we won the WPIL championship yeah. uh, my senior year. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, we did it. You know, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty yeah awesome. that was cool. So. Man, this was great sharing with you guys. And uh, we'll have to do one of these again where we actually do like the right link and like get people and maybe yeah. the anonymous form where people For can, sure. can uh, answer and we can share some of those too because these are it's such a cool blend of of questions kudos to you jay for coming up with all those or stealing them from other oh yeah no even that that was the only one (laughs) but uh that's how we're going to wind down episode 230 if you can believe that make sure please to give us a like or follow on social media visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com and while there you could take a relational needs questionnaire thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in rome see you next week Bye.
But like I like I was never what you would call a learned person. <laughs> Exhausting. A kindergartner was in need of some assistance yesterday. Kindergartner was in, in some need of, of some assistance, change of clothes maybe. And uh we'll call we'll call it a change of clothes. Why did you put <laughs> women's clothes on my son? <laughs> or why didn't you? Titusville Sasquatch. Titusville Chupacabra. I said you guys are pretty white. I mean, you know, you're like, ooh, it's interesting, too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Little salt and pepper. Ooh, I'm feeling dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so in love. <laughs> like, more love than you could possibly imagine. Love. I Yeah, I have two. I have... Tesla. What? <laughs> that was my greatest purchase ever. No. How dare you? I, um, 